This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Whole Plant Church Podcast. I hope you encounter God and walk in new levels of freedom as a result of listening to this message. Enjoy. Happy Mother's Day, um, all the mothers out there. Uh, we're here to celebrate moms, make it a big deal for moms today. So we're taking a little detour, a little, we're pausing on our series this month, um, uh, Recycle, Repurpose, and we're going we're gonna to preach a message about moms and for moms, and um, hope, and I believe, not, I, not that I hope that it does, but I really believe this is going to minister to everybody. Uh, and so let's, let's do this today. Um, I really hope you enjoyed the worship today. And uh, my prayer is that you really um, hear from God today, that you receive uh, from the scriptures, and that you get something that is not just information. I do pray that you get some good information, but I pray that you get revelation, okay? That, that there's something spiritual that transpires here, okay? Um, that, that, that when I speak the, the, the scriptures, the word of God, that it literally deposit something into your heart and soul. And so uh, that's my prayer today. So let's do this. Turn in your Bibles uh, to Proverbs chapter 30, verse 11, and then I'm gonna pray and we're gonna read that and we're gonna jump right into the message today. So Father, we just thank you for every mom here today, all the moms out there. Lord, we pray for our moms. And Lord, I pray for everybody, uh, Lord, that may this may not feel like the best um, holiday or celebration based on maybe their mom's not here anymore and maybe that relationship wasn't healthy and maybe it was even hurtful and extremely harmful to people. But Lord, I, I pray right now that as we celebrate moms and speak to them and speak about how God has designed them to be in the earth and the impact they're called to make, I just pray that everybody, no matter where they fall in this day of celebrating mothers, Lord, I pray that they're ministered to. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Here we go. We're going to start with just a, with this kind of like a thesis statement here um, uh, for, for today. And this is, this is what it is. It's never underestimate the impact a mother will and can make. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Never underestimate the impact um, a mother will and can make. Okay, so Proverbs chapter 30, verse 11, it says, There is a generation that curses its father and does not bless its mother, okay? Uh, one of the 10 commandments, honor your father and mother. There's something in the heart of God, the way he created um, this world we live in, the, through the way he created humanity and, and the framework of the family that he put in the center, in the nucleus of the home, in the nucleus of the family, he put mother, right? A mother in there, okay? So we're just gonna talk about just the, this impact. We cannot underestimate this impact that mothers will and can make, okay? And and this word that says, and, and does not bless its mother, okay? Uh, that word bless is, is the Greek, or sorry, the Hebrew word barak. It's a word actually used when you see in the scriptures, bless the Lord. So it's a, it's a word used um, that represents honor. It represents praise. It really, it means to salute, to thank, to thank, you know, uh, to honor, all right? So there is this 
there's this there's this scripture here saying that there's a generation that does not praise, salute, thank, or honor their mother. And I understand that there could be some difficulty with that. Like, how do you honor uh, somebody that has hurt me, somebody that wasn't there, somebody that abandoned me, okay? <clears throat> now, uh, we, we, we may walk through things in our relationships, and namely, the relationship with your mother, um, and and or it might have been a mix, right? Like, man, I, I appreciate, I honor her, but there was some times I got hurt, or it just didn't, we didn't see eye to eye, and so that that's normal, right, in a relationship. But this is the this is the point that in the heart of God and in the Scripture and in the reality of our lives that there is a blessing in honoring. Um, the authorities in our life. And, and that word honor really just means value. There is a blessing in value. Jesus said a prophet is uh, without honor except only in his, his country, in, his, in where the environment is familiar. And the Bible says that because he had no honor there, he could do no miracle there. All right. And so um, I understand the difficulty of how do I place value on somebody that has hurt me? All right. And this this is a challenging thing, but this is what is required. OK, I, I honestly I just feel my heart to kind of just hang out here for a second. And this is it is if you've been hurt by your mother. OK, and it's something that has really hurt you. I encourage you to go to God for healing because he will heal you, right? He will heal you. And maybe there's some bitterness in there. Maybe there's some unforgiveness in there. Maybe you really need to go back and say, God, I forgive her. God, deliver me. God, heal me of the, of the hurt, of the bitterness, of the unforgiveness, right? That. And when God heals you, you will be able by his spirit to honor, to place value, in there, and I believe God will give you the wisdom on how to do that. How, God, how do I honor? What, how do I do? Is, is it, you know, and, and every situation is different. It could be the words you say, it could be sending a letter, it could be writing an email, a, a thank. I mean, that's, that's honor, that's value. Um, you know, it could be a phone call, it could be taking them, taking her out. I, I don't know. Like, but the point is that I believe God will give you wisdom and insight on how do I add value. All right. And I don't believe that's everybody, but I really wanted to talk about the difficult thing because sometimes honoring isn't easy. It isn't easy. But I, I but I really believe this. According to the word of God, when God heals you, you will be free to honor those that have even hurt you. All right. Hallelujah. So here we go. Back to mothers. Uh, being a mother is difficult. I, I mean, I can't speak by experience but I know it is. Um, moms, all right, I'm sure everybody can testify to this. Moms wear many hats. Let me put it this way. Bottom line, in my home, mom wears more hats than anybody else in the home. That's just how it is, okay? There's too many to number, okay? There's too many to number. So, so you and your role are, are definitely underappreciated, okay? I want you to know God sees you. Moms, God sees you. He sees your efforts. He sees uh, your work. He sees your sacrifice. He sees your giving. He sees you putting others first. 
and and he has seen it. Okay, um, and I, I mean, you know, being a mother takes extreme patience and commitment. All right, um, so so it is it is all encompassing, right? So mothers absorb and carry pretty much everything that has to do with their children. <laughs> I mean, it's everything, right? It's everything. It's their education. It's it's their character. It's their spiritual development, right? It's their it's their social, emotional, mental health. It's uh, you know, it's it's their they're actually feeding them. I mean, mothers and I, I get it. There are different things that the dad will do or whatever, and 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 I, I understand that, but I, I just mothers absorb pretty much everything that has to do with their children. I mean, they're there. They're locked in. They're, 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 they are that. Okay. So if anybody out there can testify, say amen. So, but here it is. I want to encourage you moms. God chose you to be a mom. God chose you. All right. God chose you. God chose you. And he, this is what I want to say here. Never underestimate the impact. How do I know that moms have the greatest impact of anyone when it comes to their children. Because when a mom becomes a mom, she instantly absorbs everything for that child. It's how God designed it. She is, her concern, her prayers, her life is now that child or these children. And that is the greatest level of influence that those children will ever have is right there. It's the mom has it, has it, absolutely has it. All right, all right. So here's my first point. A mother's faith must be the foundation. So once again, a mother's faith must be the foundation. Why? Because the influence is too great for faith not to be the foundation. If faith isn't the foundation, the outcome of her influence won't be good. Now, I'm not saying they can't do good things and moms innately, God created them to care. I, I, I get that. But I'm a pastor. I'm preaching today. It's Mother's Day. And I'm saying, moms, faith must be the foundation. If faith is your foundation, if faith in Christ is your foundation, your impact is going to be great. Your impact is going to be powerful. You are instilling faith in your children. That is the most important. That will set their course. That will change their life for the better. That will bring their life in the right direction. All right? So once again, everybody say this with, say this with me. A mother's faith must be the foundation. Say it again. A mother's faith must be the foundation. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 20 to 23. Look at this verse. All right, I think my wife actually, uh, one of her aunties had them memorize this, I believe, as children. So I think my wife even has this one memorized here. But it says, my son, keep your father's command and do not forsake the law of your mother. See, mothers bring the word of the Lord to their children. That is it. There, That's first. All right. Um, Schools ought not to be raising our kids. Mothers 
God's design is a mother because everything, it's, it's not just a coach. I think those people are awesome and they have their place, but God is never designed for anybody or anything to replace a mother, all right? It says, and do not forsake the law of your mother. Here it is, 21, verse 21. Bind them continually upon your heart. Look at the seriousness behind the, the mother bringing the word, the law, the word of God to her children, saying to the children, to the son, bind them continually upon your heart, tie them around your neck. Verse 22, when you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. When you awake, they will speak with you. Look at the impact the mother has. In the context here, it's talking about parents, but right here, for, forsake not the law of your mother. Why? Why? Bind them continually upon your heart. Don't forsake it. Tie them around your neck. When you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. When you awake, they will speak with you. A mother's influence and authority in Christ with her children is second to none. According even to the just the scriptures here, okay, according to the word of God, all right? Verse 23, for the commandment is a lamp and the law, a light, reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Look at the impact. It's talking about receiving reproof and instruction from your mother, binding them, right, around your heart, tying them around your neck, and it says, reproof of instruction are the way of life. I mean, this mothers prepare us for life, okay? It's everything, all right? It's everything, okay? And so here we go. Mothers prepare us for purpose, right? That's what this verse is saying. They prepare us for purpose. Never underestimate the impact a mother will and can make. Mothers provide emotional and mental stability. Emotional and mental stability, that's soul health. That's what mothers do. Mothers solve emotional problems. Amen? Mothers solve mental problems. All right? I, mothers, it says, when you sleep, they'll keep you. That you can rest. When a mother's bringing the word of God, when a mother is there, children can rest. Peace, stability can rest. You can enter rest. All right? Look at um, I love to have my wife intricately involved in the development of my children. I, I know that if it were just me, man, they would have some deficiencies. Okay. They, uh, so, you know, look at this reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Okay, mothers provide emotional and mental stability, soul health. That's what they do. That's how God designed the family. Okay, also mothers give us, right, comprehensive care. Okay, it is comprehensive. Um, and many, you know, it's a weight, it's a responsibility. But when we're walking with God, the weight and the responsibility of things, okay? The weight and responsibility of things always um, determine um, impact. They're, they, it's, 
it, it, the weight always has a greater weight of impact. You know what I mean? When, when the scope of a mother is everything, think about the impact of that in that child's life, every facet, the way they think, the way they, the way they, the way uh, they communicate, the way they problem solve, the way they um, treat their friends, the way they treat uh, people that are without, the way they treat the marginalized. It ought to and should come from their mother. Okay, Proverbs 22, verse six. I want you, as we're even just going through this, think about the, the positive things that your mother's had on you. Think about it. I guarantee everybody watching, right, that, that have had somewhat of a rel relatively healthy relationship with your mother. Not perfect, nobody has. But I guarantee you there are things that, wow, my mom showed me that. My mom taught me that. My mom, I watched her do that, okay? Proverbs 22, verse 6, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. There's the impact. There's the impact that a mother has right there. He will not depart from it. So uh, a mother's faith must be the foundation. Here's my second point. Mothers are, are cornerstones of legacy. Okay, when, when a mother is having literal first-hand generational impact okay you, you know you you see in the bible like we will praise his works from one generation to the next guess who's there mom right we you know when you talk about generational blessing like who's on the front lines mom when, when we talk about on the negative generational curses and and breaking those things Who's on the front line? Mom, literally, from baby, infant, toddler, right? Young child, right? Uh, child, preteen, teenager, young adult, adult, you know, all the way to when they become a grandma or whatever. You know what I, uh, the, the, there it is, right? Mothers are cornerstones of legacy, okay? They are cornerstones of legacy. Children learn about God from their mother. And I know that's not all of our stories. It's not like I grew up in an environment where it was like that. I didn't grow up in an environment um, that was um, like where I was, she was passing on that to me, okay? Um, and that's not everybody's story, but that's how God designed it, that mothers would be the ones imparting faith, okay? train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Mothers are cornerstones of legacy, all right? They are right there on the front lines. I mean, that is it. I mean, you could have a preacher say, man, we're gonna impact generations with the gospel. We are a church, Hopeland Church. We wanna be here for generations. I mean, that's great. That's awesome. Praise the Lord, preach that. But I'm telling you right now, guess who really owns Right, that space in a real way, in a day-to-day -day way, in, in, in the rhythm of life, moms, they own it. They're up in there. They got it, all right? No moms, the weight, the burden you carry and feel, I'm telling you, there's going to be an, a harvest as a result of the seeds you've sown in that child. That is what it is. That is the weight of generational blessing. 
That is what it really costs. Okay, I can get up here and preach about generational blessings. And yes, I mean, I could preach about it and teach about it and all this and that. We could, as a church, say, man, we want to be here for generations. When I'm long gone, I want Hopeland right here on the block, 1516 East First Street, right here, preaching the gospel, uh, impacting this community. Praise the Lord. Yes, awesome. But guess what? If, if moms ain't doing it, it ain't going to happen, right? Moms, you are cornerstones of legacy. So once again, mothers are cornerstones of legacy. They're they're generational impact. Uh, Negative or positive, um, their impact will will happen. It's where they are. It's who they are. It's what God's put on them. It's how God created this thing. It's the mother. From the newborn all the way up, there's impact. There is generational impact. All right? And so even in our home, okay, um, we, I, I've shared this before, like my wife and I, we pray for our children's uh, every day. Like that's just something we do. We pray with them before they go to bed. But I'm telling you, um, I'm a preacher. I'm a pastor. I love God. I, I'm, I do my best to be an example of what it means to just, just to be, just to be a Christ follower as a dad in the home. Okay. And I, I, I believe I'm going to have an impact with my children, but I'm just telling you right now, and our children are, um, what are they? Eight, six, and one and a half. Okay. So, but I, my wife, she is having a powerful impact in our children's spiritual lives right now. Okay. For instance, I'll give you some practical examples. Okay. Um, how I witnessed this, the, uh, just, and I'm telling you, uh, my wife, uh, grew up in a home where her mom, um, did the same. So she is a literal, this is legacy. Okay. This, if, if you, if, if you, if, if I celebrate the, the greatness of my wife as a mother, I'm, I'm telling you really, I'm celebrating her mom. Okay. Uh, I really am. And um, so here's just some practical examples. Like Dominico, our six-year-old son, he's got a little, he seems a bit more intellectual than the rest of us. He's like smarter than all of us. Like he's the smartest person in the house. Um, and just the way he thinks, the questions he asks, and his just his memory and just, you know, just seems cognit- cognitively, um, you know, couple notches above everybody else. Uh, So my wife saw that, right? Like, hmm, you know, but she, as a mom, here's the mom, here's the generator. She found this devotional, this kid's devotional, um, that it's a devotional for children, but every single devotional has this kind of science element to it. So it's kind of, it has a scripture and tells it, and then it like talks about just these, you know, for instance, it'll talk about a certain type of like deep sea animal and kind of how God created that. And he's like, whoa, you know, so it's kind of, it's ministering to him because it's the Bible. And then we has a little prayer in it and every day we do it, but it also has this element that really captures his intellect and his, his inquisitive nature to learn about things right? And so bam, that's mom right there. And then she got Gia one and uh, Gia devotional. It's a girl's little devotional. I mean, it, these are amazing. You know what? And I, honestly, I'm like, Hey, let's just kind of, let's just read the Bible. Let's just share a scripture with it. But my wife, this is mom. This is, she's the cornerstone of legacy. 
with this stuff. She, she, she knew she, she got, I mean, that's a mom, right? She just knows her little boy, knows how he thinks, spotted something, be like, bam, that's perfect for Nico. And I'm like, this is amazing. And I personally, that's, I have my own devotional. I read a couple different things I read as far as, but I honestly like Nico's. So I like to do his with him uh, because it's really cool. Just learning about like just these weird animals or just whatever science, I mean, it's, it's really cool, but there it is. That, that, that's an impact. Here's another thing uh, my wife has done as well, talking about being cornerstones and, and just on a spiritual level. Um, uh, my wife wanted to uh, teach them the fruit of the spirit. And so um, she, uh, she found these just colorful like cue cards and they each have like this fruit on, the, on it, right? Galatians 5, 22, 23, and has a piece of fruit and then like, for like, I think it was honestly for weeks, we would we would discuss a particular fruit and then share subsequent scriptures on that particular fruit, like love, joy. And so, um, and so in the mornings before they start school, it's like, they're even like, hey, let's do the fruit of the spirit, you know? And so that's, and my wife went out of the way and found these cute little cards that kids could see and the colors and this and that. And so my wife is on the front lines of, of this. And just this morning, I asked Gia, I was like, Gia, what's the fruit of the Spirit? She's like, and the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I was like, oh, good job. I was like, who taught you that? Mama, right? That's what she said. Mama taught her. All right, so here we go. Uh, Proverbs chapter 31, verse 28 to 29. Proverbs 31, verses 28 to 29. She watches over the ways of her household. Somebody say comprehensive. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. I just read a verse when we first started, Proverbs 30 verse 11, that there is a generation that does not bless their mother. I'm here to tell you right now, when she watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness, verse 28, her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, right? Her husband also, and he praises her. All right, here it is. Uh, next point, I kind of talked about this, uh, but mothers are multidimensional, okay? They, 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 they are gifted to do it all, okay? <laughs> Um, God's grace is there, all right? God's grace is there. And I, I, I'm just being honest. I would be seriously concerned about the outcome of my children without Crystal Gale in the house. I'm gonna say it again, but I would seriously be concerned about the outcome of my children if, it, if my wife was not up in the mix, all right? Here we go. Uh, here's my last point. This is it. Um, a mother's love, a mother's love, uh, sorry, M mother's love like no other, all right? Mother's love like no other. It's true, it's true. Let me say it again. Mother's love like no other. There, there, yeah, that, that's it. I mean, there... There is such a love, a care, a concern that is innately within a mother that God designed that every 
son and daughter ought to experience, all right? Mother's love like no other. This is my last verse, okay? Exodus chapter two, verses one to four. Just, just a couple verses just about Moses, Moses' mother and what she did for him. And a man of the house of Levi went and took as wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. Why? Because there was an order out to have all the babies uh, thrown in the river, okay, and drowned. She hid him three months. Verse three, somebody say, mother's love like no other. Come on, say it again. Mother's love like no other. Uh, verse three, but when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bull rushes for him, daubed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it and laid it in the reeds by the riverbanks. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Somebody say it again. Mother's love like no other. Now, look at the outcome of Moses' life. Unconventional, raised by Egyptians, but his mother was the crux, the pivot point of his destiny. His mom went out of her way to preserve him. And she set it up for him and he became a deliverer, all right? I wanna encourage you moms today. Moms, know the impact you have on your children. And I would say by allowing Christ to be king of your life and your home. I wanna pray for all the moms. Father, I just thank you for every mother out there. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would cover them, keep them, bless them. Lord, grace them. I pray that you would continue to grace them to impact the next generation. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would anoint them, give them influence into the heart, mind, soul, and lives of their children. God, anoint moms, bless them so that we can change our generation through the power of Jesus Christ. God, favor every mom and bless them today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If there is anybody out there that has not accepted Christ to be Lord of your life, if you are away from God, if you're living in sin, if you don't even know what sin is, but, you, but you're like, man, I'm, this, this isn't working. I need help. I, I, need, I need God. I, I don't know. If you definitively don't know without a shadow of doubt that, that you're right with God, and that you're gonna to go to heaven one day, I wanna pray for you right now. I wanna pray with you right now, okay? The, the Bible says that who, you know, if we confess the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. The Bible says that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Bible says that we are saved by grace through faith it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any of us should boast. Salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Salvation, not only in this life, but the life to come, all right? 
And so if that's you, I just want to share this verse. And then I want you to, I want to lead you in a prayer. But Psalm chapter 18, uh, verse 46, it says, The Lord lives. You're about to put your faith in a living Savior, in the living God. It says, The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. I'm here to tell you right now, if things are falling apart, you feel unstable, you feel like you're in a storm, I'm telling you that God wants to be your rock. He desires to be your God, your everything, the lover of your soul. He is, the Bible says, the rock of ages. And right here it says, blessed be my rock. Okay, let the God of my salvation be exalted. And that, that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna ask Jesus into our heart and life. So just say this with me. Say, Jesus, I confess you as Lord. I make you my Lord. I submit to your Lordship. Be Lord of everything. I give you my life. I surrender everything. I turn from my sin. I, I repent of my sin and I receive your forgiveness. Jesus, forgive me, save me, and wash me in your precious blood. I am saved in Jesus name. Amen. Praise the Lord. I am stoked for you. Uh, that is the absolute most important decision you've ever made in your life. The Bible says that there is uh, no other name under heaven by which men must be saved. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. And if you want to grow in your walk and just learn how to take some steps, I want to send you a digital devotional. Um, what that is, it's just a Bible study that I can text you. Um, it's digital because it's not paper. We're not going to mail it to you. We're going to text it to you. So if you, if you want that, um, just text the word GROW to 323-405-3232. Once again, text the word GROW to 323-405-3232. God bless. I hope you enjoyed the message. And my prayer is that you will change your world as a result of what you've heard today. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Peace.